You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast. With John. All you people out there who are like, these idiots don't know anything. First of all, you're right. And second of all, ha! like, why? It's like, you ever watch um, Arrested Development where George Blue Sr.'s crying? And he's like, why does Oscar have hair and I have money? Why can't I have money and have hair and Oscar have nothing? And Brando. If Eli Manning can beat an undefeated New England Patriots team, then I can do anything that I want in this world. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with just Brando tonight. Pat couldn't make it, but he'll be back on next week. This is a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Just want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by Small City Realty. If you're buying, selling, or need help with property management in Western New York, you got to call Zach Corzilius at 585-409-1088. Zach is awesome. Everyone knows that you want a real estate agent that you can trust. Believe me, I know and trust this guy. He's awesome. I can vouch for him. Call Zach Corzilius at 585-409-1088 and tell him that the guys from NABP sent you. Brando, you are currently out of state. So for those yes, of you sir. seeing the visual side of this, which is... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is not another casual podcast. No, it's, it's cool. Live from a bed in Tampa... Yes, it is Brando. You've been uh, you've been doing some golfing lately. Lots of golfing. It's actually called Lando Lakes, and it's super interesting because it's like imagine college housing for fifty five year olds and older, everywhere. All these little neighborhoods just popping up, and popping up. So we play pickleball here. My dad and I ran the court the other night for his league. <laughs> it was super fun. Uh, a lot of golfing. I played a few rounds. Played uh, with my roommate from college, both of them actually at Tobacco Road in North Carolina before I came down here. And it's fun getting the clubs out, knocking the rust off. I suck more than I usually suck. Losing balls. I, I bought two dozen and I have one left through five rounds I've played, I think. But super interesting thing, John, which I think we should do sometime. I wish we had enough friends that would do this. But the, today I was playing in this group in front of me. They were a 16-some, 16 people. and they On this, one tee box? N- they booked... So oh, okay. four, so, four so tea four, times in a row. Yeah, four yeah. foursomes. Yep, Okay. four foursomes. And they, they stay at this resort and they play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And they do a tournament, all their buddies. And they were like just partying out there. And it was super fun. And I was behind them as a person by myself. And they were like, they, they kind of involved me in it because they just felt bad for me <laughs> being by myself in, behind them, like taking forever. But they were really cool. But... You know, be, you never That's know who so you're going to bump into on a golf course when you're playing by yourself. So <laughs> that's where you got to play the Jim Nance role for them, man. You got to you got to get up on their tee box while, yeah. after you've done finished your hole and like, wow, I don't know, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> they were from Cleveland too, so they were they were they were cool. Nice, they were funny. They yeah. get it, Rust but, Belters. Yep, yeah, yeah, we all suck. Everybody's knocking the rust off today. But. Oh my god, I haven't swung a club. I went to Top Golf on my birthday recently. Still a couple and weeks ago. 
that, yeah. So that was an experience because it's like every year you have to relearn how to swing again. Yes. I took like two months off. And by the way, I was sore after that. Oh yeah. After top golf, I was like my entire left side. You forget you have muscles in mm-hmm. this like mid stomach region that are like essential for golf. So maybe I should be doing workouts for that to get better at golf. But it was it was awful. Uh, you know, I was thinking the, the same I had the ball maybe over two hundred yards, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe those top golf balls don't go as far. I have no <laughs> idea. We played thirty six holes on on a Saturday and and then eighteen on Sunday. And that Monday, dude. I was so sore. And I don't know if you've ever played. Well, you you haven't played tobacco. Road I've never anybody. played more than 18 on a, um, on a given day. It's super fun. But this course was so much elevation and hills everywhere. So like the bunkers are like 10 foot holes and they're cliffs. You have to try to climb up the hill. Like it's like a physical workout. You're like a tough mutter yeah. in the sand trying to get off the cliff. But I hit the ball in the sand. I hit the ball on the hills. I hit the ball everywhere except where you're supposed to hit it. So it was like extra of a workout. So yeah, I was sore too. I'd take a day off, but back at it yesterday and today enjoying the sunshine that we don't have in buffalo yeah that's for sure it was it was like 65 here in nashville so uh, like we're getting back to it but it was cold just a couple days ago honestly like it goes back and forth but nothing like buffalo don't miss that weather no for sure but so we are into jeremy called it the early spring fake spring before the second winter comes this morning on wgr which I thought was funny because there's like 10 seasons in Western New York, which is what he said. And I agree with that completely. Right. But, Aren't nine of them construction though? Well, construction slash mud slash rain slash right. snow. Oh, mud season. You get a couple of mud seasons a year. Yeah. They suck. Buffalo. Anybody with a dog. Happy 10th birthday to my puppy, by the way. Today's his birthday. But he's terrible with the mud. Not a, not a puppy anymore. <laughs> no, he's old. That's crazy. Riley is younger than the Buffalo Sabres playoff drought he's never seen a playoff game he might not oh ever God. see a playoff game oh, oh no, that's no devastating oh no <laughs> that's so sad oh come on sabers come oh on he's God. a german shepherd too so like 10 is, is he's old he's old so. really i remember yeah. when you got riley and he Senior was just year, a little puppy yeah, yeah little guy oh my god now so I, now I feel come on old. sabers help me out here <laughs> let's what get this doing? guy a playoff game all right, let's look at the money puck numbers here right now. Uh, we got Buffalo at a 2% chance. That's better than it was last week. Play, what's the score? They were 1-1 versus Montreal last I checked. We're recording this on Wednesday night. For Oh, they were by Fred. They're playing Montreal tonight. In Montreal, I think. That was the game we went to last year. They played Montreal, and uh, they lost by one or in OT. Was hey, they're it? up 3-2 right know. now. Okay, that's pretty good. But uh, oh, yeah, right. they won that game in Mont- or against Montreal last year. Would have made the playoffs, so that sucks. Yep. Oh yeah. Or any or any other game that they lost. <laughs> any one of them. Yeah. We're just losing overtime two more times. That'll get it done too. Well, what I was getting at in this smooth, unsmooth transition that we had here was that uh, this, we like the, we like a good three minute transition yeah. here on NABP. It's uh, it's about that time for free agency and draft talk, right? I mean, when free agency, the tampering period starts in a couple of weeks. Here, free agency is in March. Drafts in tamper. April. Nine weeks. What legal tampering? Right, legal. Right, right. These teams are already tampering, right? Yeah. You, you got to think that they're tampering somewhat. I mean, Brandon, you're not tampering. You're not stand- trying. I and Brandon Bean's a stand-up guy, but he's not going to fall behind everybody else who's tampering right now. So, well, you he might not be the one tampering. To? Von Miller's probably on the phone. That's Call true. Buddies, Von Miller, right? Von yeah. Miller is is definitely is definitely tampering. You know, 
Maybe I don't. I don't know. Does that fall under the clause of uh, detrimental conduct or anything like that? That uh, would would activate a clause in his contract that would allow him to be cut with no dead cap hit. We don't know. I think this is going to be Von Miller's <laughs> year, man. This is my hot take. All right, he's getting me nine sacks for the Bills this year. All right, all right. You know what? I should have a notepad with Brando hot takes listed on it. Because, you might hit uh, one or two of them. I'm not up. I'm not giving maybe. up on Kyrie Elam yet. Not. Yeah, I mean that was one of them. Uh, what was it? Deontay Hardy and Trent Sherfield being major contributors to the and offense. They did that one when it mattered for one for and one they game. Did when for it one mattered. Game. Yeah. One game. Yeah. There was another one else. too. Who was the running I've back? Some... Matt Breida. Remember Matt Breida. That? Like, oh, that's yeah. classic. Yes, yeah. Matt Breida. Large speech, dude. That was the first episode that you were on. Yes. Yes. That hot take. Uh, yeah. You were sitting on your beanbag or something like that using yeah. your Apple iP or your Chromebook from my school. Yeah. Yeah. Nice classic yeah i don't i don't remember any of my hot takes conveniently but they probably all were false i don't know if i've called anything but we well, gotta, you, you we got the be, last we, two draft picks right or you, you got the last you had an elam pick, we, got, right? we guessed kyler kyler elam yeah. yeah we called that but it didn't work out last year for their pick so we didn't assume that they'd go offense we had them taking like boye mafe or something like that yeah. who I, I think was already picked by that point but so the bills are in an interesting spot for this time of year, free agency is supposed to fill the holes and then draft. You're supposed to draft the best player available, right? You're not supposed to draft for need. And the Bills kind of got screwed with the Kyrie Elam pick because I think they needed a corner. They knew they needed a corner. And the Chiefs jumped the Bills to get Trent McDuffie, which was a huge, huge trade up. I think they traded down with New England and jumped the Bills. And then the Bills had to move on Elam which was, I think it was a little bit desperate. And you don't see Brandon Bean as a desperate GM usually, but I think he made a move in desperation there and, and might've missed something. So I think when you're looking at this year, there's a lot of options on the table. The wide receiver class is strong, but when you're looking at the free agents, I'm not even really looking at free agents. I don't think T Higgins is going to be a Buffalo Bill. I don't think any of these top market guys are going to be Buffalo Bills. So now you're looking in the bargain bin and you're looking for trades. But my favorite one, and I want you to tell me what you think of it, it's the Brandon Ayuk trade, right? But if you're the Bills and you're the Niners, the Bills did this with Stefan Diggs, right? They traded their first round pick to get Steph Diggs, number one slash two wide receiver with the Vikings, hasn't really blown up yet. I think Ayuk is better with the Niners than Diggs was with the Vikings, though which could maybe cost a little bit more, but still two guys looking for new contracts and the way that the Niners are playing it, maybe they get a first round pick to replace IU on a salary that is a rookie level contract. And that's kind of what the Buffalo bills need to do. I don't think they can afford another guy, but what do you think? What do you think that plays out as, is that something Brandon Bean has his hand in? I think that the bills are more like what the 40 they're, they're in the same position as the 49ers. Like you said, I don't think that they're in a position to get Brandon Ayuk with their cap i don't know if that wasn't really what you were saying was it well there's a there's a pipe dream there right i i would love brandon Ayuk on this team across from steph Diggs, you really solidify two superstars on the outside who's covering who who's getting bracketed who's getting doubled then you got dalton kincaid taking the linebackers and james cook it, it just would open everything up but if you're the niners you, you should do what their plan is right you should take the wide receiver with the first round pick not take the guy that's going to make 20 million dollars a year yeah, well, that's kind of where I'm at. And if you want to hear my hot take, what's preventing you from taking two wide receivers in the first two rounds? Like, this is, a, this is what most people would call a strong wide receiver class, correct? Yep. So you might not get the best player available 
But you look at all these, all the best offenses in the NFL. Like, what? Why are the Dolphins the best offense? I, or one of Tua. the best offenses? It's, it's not. Be, it's not. It's well. It's it's not I'm because kidding. of Tua. Like Tua isn't the one elevating that team. It's their two top yeah. wide receivers, right? It might be Unless, an argument. I, Skylar Thompson and uh, Teddy Bridgewater did not really benefit from their weapons. But you know, we digress. Well, we don't need to get into this. I'm sorry. Didn't Skylar Thompson put up like 30 points in the playoffs against the Bills? Yeah. That, that's a that's a one time thing, right? Yeah. I, I'm 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 cherry picking stats, <laughs> but no, I, I'm like, tell me what need you need more than the Bills scoring 31 points a game every game, and I know that's not a guarantee. I know that you're going to take hits and misses on misses on draft picks, but despite your best evaluations, you're always going to miss on draft picks. So why not take two swings at it? Yeah. Your hit and miss is probably 50-50. I mean, that that's generous. I'd say that you're you probably hit 60% of the time on yeah. your high round draft picks, right? Kyrie Elam, massive miss. But what are the the, the don't chances call it massive. of you? I don't think it's a massive miss yet. I don't think it's a massive miss yet. But yes, compared I'm, to I'm, the other I'm, players I'm, that he's so far, so yeah. far. Yeah. Compared to what production you've wanted to see yeah. out of him. But or or two receivers in the top three rounds, maybe is even a more of a compromise for that reason. Yeah, because you can see the upcoming needs at defensive end. You can see the upcoming needs on the defense for safeties and and things of that nature. But I think that you can't find a bargain in free agency at wide receiver. You just can't. You're not going to find a cost effective option that's going to give you the lightning production that you need from that position or the explosiveness. You don't need average receivers. You've had good average receivers on this team for years. Like Gabe Davis is not below average. He's no. slightly above average. You need three superstars would be the best possible option for your wide receiver room. Yeah. Do you need, do you need superstars at safety? It helps. Sure. But if you're choosing between your needs, like it's a hundred percent draft a young wide receiver, they can be good immediately and get your free agent safety. Who's been in the league five years can process things really, really well. But give me the young explosive guy. And, and yeah. like if you're looking at worst case scenarios here too, your scenario where a receiver comes in and doesn't work out, right? So say you draft a guy, he's a bust. Or say you sign a free agent and tires are just gone, the tread's just gone. Which is a worse situation? Still the free agent because yeah. you invested, you paid more money to him yeah. for his contract and you might be stuck with dead cap yeah. or be stuck with a bad contract on the back end. If, if see Von Miller, you know, he could come back this year and be great, but as of now, he's fallen off a cliff, right? Yep. yep. And you're stuck with his huge cap hit. If Von Miller was your number one draft pick, you wasted less assets on that. I mean, three million bucks a year. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. a cost controlled contract. I think there's very little consequence to missing on your, yeah, not very little consequence. There's less consequence to missing on a player in the first round of the draft, like Kyrie Elam, he's not affecting your cap. Yeah. He's not affecting your ability to sign new free agents. And like, it was just a, it was just a busted pick, you know, that's a good point. And you look at the contracts throughout the league that have really hampered franchises. I think of uh, the, the D tackle Hayward for Washington, right? Yep. He played like two minutes and yet a huge dead cap hit or just any of these guys that signed big time deals that never lived up quite to their production. But the safety thing is huge, right? You did it once already. Go do it again. Go get Poyer and Hyde like you did before. 
go right. find two Those guys. Weren't dra- you didn't you didn't home grow yep. draft picks. You yep. have draft picks that you tried to get through the system and home grow. One of them is Demar Hamlin, and the other one, I mean, it was Jaquan Johnson last year. Yeah, he was bad. He, he wasn't even. Yeah, he wasn't even with them this year. So, like, Cam Lewis. Cam Lewis. Yeah, he's a good example. He might be seeing more significant yep. playing time. But Taylor Rapp me, could could play again. Give me the piece together def- defense. Like that's fine. But but give me the superstar offense because. Definitely. Again, it, it, this is not a shut them down league. I know we've seen the the pendulum swing a little bit more in the area of defense, but you can't overreact to that. You still have to do what you do well. You still have to surround Josh Allen with weapons, and you're in a spot where you have an offensive line put together. That's the yep. biggest gift here because you don't have a hole at offensive line. You needed to draft a guard with your second round pick last year. Thank goodness that worked out really well, but you have the offensive line intact for at least one more year before Mitch Morris retires, right? Yeah. Then you might be looking at a center. Um, but again, you know, you can meet two wide receivers in the first three rounds. I don't I don't really see a counter argument to that that really makes sense. And again, you know, they might go and draft defense here. But. Well, you know what? We need to get these NFL GMs on the phone because they either live under a rock or they watch the Chiefs blow up five. No, not five. It would be three top five defenses. Correct. I mean, the Bills maybe were like eight or nine, but the Niners were great. The Ravens were great and the Bills were pretty good. And who did the Chiefs play first round? The Dolphins were pretty good on defense. So defense wins championships. I don't think it does anymore. Offense won these games. The quarterback won these games. The good offense beat the elite defense all through the playoffs every game. Which which team had a good defense that that stopped them? I mean, the Lions' defense was bad, but they almost won with a good offense. They you know they they right. their fourth down drop pass away from probably winning with their good offense, and their coach yeah knew that Dan Campbell knew that and doubled down, and Kyle Shanahan did that, and Tua does that, and Mike Mike McDaniel's did that. You saw it swing back to the defense in the regular season, but no no no, the money is made by the quarterback. It's a quarterback driven league offense is the winning formula right now. And you can invest all of these assets all you want. It does not matter when Pat Mahomes beats you by scoring 35 points. You have to outscore them. You're not going to stop them. You you showed it. And the Niners did stop them. They made them punt six or seven times in the Super Bowl. Still wasn't enough. So you have to double down on offense. I'm with you on that, John. Give me two wide receivers. So here's another thing for you, because we're, we're talking about allocation of assets, right? Do you spend your first round pick on the D line? Do you spend your first round pick in the wide receiver room? So it's my personal opinion that McDermott's going to roll with a first round defensive pick just because that's who he is. That D line, he rotates it so much. They have holes. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think they're going to do it though, because if you did two, and three, second and third round wide receivers, there have been some big hits in the second and third round. So just listen to these names here. And you tell me if you would take any of them on our team. So these are Wait. all the second second round wide receivers taken in the last can few we, years. Can we make this into trivia? Uh, we could make it into trivia, but I don't have any sort of allocations of stats that separate these wide receivers from each other. I just, I kind of want to guess some of these guys. Well, just go through the name. I mean, you, you could think of a DK couple from Mac- this year. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is a yep. AJ Brown was a second a, round pick. Yeah, they're from the same year. Also T. Hig- Buffalo Bills. T. Higgins. T. Higgins was a third round pick. Sorry, hang on. Andy Isabella was also in the AJ Brown and DK Metcalf draft. Right. Nicole Hardman, second round pick. Um T. Higgins is a He might be a second round pick. 
T. Higgins, second round pick, thirty, but he was the thirty third pick. Okay, so first pick in the second round. Right, so that's almost that's almost an asterisk right there. Yep. That's almost a first yep. round wide receiver. But again, that's the position that the Bills will be picking in. So yep. it's like picked right after him, another stud, thirty fourth overall, free agent this year, has not had a good quarterback once in his career. Maybe maybe once if you count Carson Wentz as a good quarterback. Oh, um, the Washington Commanders wide receiver, not Jeremy him. McClure? Nope, nope. Okay. Think of uh, Philip Rivers and Anthony oh, Chargers. And oh, wait, no, Colts. Yep. Oh, Pittman? Michael Pittman? Michael Pittman, yep. Okay. So, I mean, you look down this list, you even got guys like Nico Collins drafted in the third round and Tutu Atwell in the second round and Elijah Moore in the second round. Kadarius Tony is a first-round pick here, but you look at these wide receivers... <laughs> Yeah, we don't. Th- I, I just see his name pop up here. Makes me laugh. Marvin Mims, third, second round pick. Rasheed Rice, second round pick. Jalen Reed, second round pick, who has really stepped up. Christian Watson. You know the the Packers did it right, where they took Jalen Reed and Christian Watson back to back years in the second round, and now look at them. Look at them. Uh, they're, George they're Pickens. They're pretty good. Yep. George Pickens was a second round pick. Rondell Moore, Michael Pittman. I said that one already. KJ Hamler, Chase K. Claypool, and. Van Jefferson, A.J. Brown, McCole Harbin, Paris Campbell, D.K. Metcalf. I think there's just enough names in the second round where if you see your guy and you know who you want, you got to go get him. And then here's the other thing, John. First-round picks. There was four first-round receivers last year. Yeah. Addison, Johnson, Smith and & Jigba, and Zay Flowers, right? Yep. Six last year. You want to try? Six uh, second-round or beyond wide six, receivers? Six first-round wide receivers. Sorry, two years ago. Sorry. 2022. Oh, two years ago. Yep. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to name all six. Just, yeah, go for it. Well, they're pretty, they, oh, they're kind of good. Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olavi, Jamison Williams, Jahan Dotson, Traylon Burke was the last one taken. Traylon Burks, yeah, for the Titans. Yep. So, and then another, the next year, the following year before that, you have one, two, three, four, five first round receivers. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Tony, Rashad Bateman. So, I mean, first rounder, I receiver hits. Oh, I just really hope that Brandon Bean looks at this list because the, the quality of these first round wide receivers is top notch, I think. They, oh, it's, it's, as good it's as the second rounders are. It's marginal. Yeah, you can point at second and third rounders and be like, wow, that's amazing value for second or third rounder. But compare that list to the first rounders, there's, there's no contest. It's there is like, no contest. Like, look at those guys. Yeah. Give me, give me one of those on my team on a cost controlled contract for five years. Give me two of them. That's why I'm like, yeah. give me as many as you can. Trade back up into the Look first time. Take another man. one. Like Texas's wide receiver room. Nico Collins was just such a stud, a great breakout wide receiver. And then who else do they have on there? Let's see. I got it right here. Tank Dell played great. Robert Woods, John yep. Mechie. That's four good guys. Is that better than our wide receiver room? I don't know. Robert Woods actually had a tough year, but. That probably is like overall, you know, maybe, you know, Diggs is probably better than all of them, but again, so I I don't know. You just, you can never have enough wide receiver talent unless you got three solid wide receivers. Give me, give me two wide receivers and just hope that one of them is a superstar. You know, what's super interesting because the Texans wide receiver room is super similar to the bills and it, it, it probably finishes better statistically if Tank oh, it, Dell doesn't it definitely break finished, his leg. 
Yeah, it probably does finish better statistically. And uh, Tank Dell had 700 yards and seven touchdowns, 47 receptions. On a partial season, right? That would be Gabe Davis's comp, right? And then you have Nico looking like Diggs, but I think Nico Collins did better. Yeah, Nico Collins was better than Stefan Diggs by almost a full 200 yards. 109 targets, 80 receptions, 1,297 yards and eight touchdowns. I, I don't know. Again, he had the almost 200-yard game against the Colts, but I just, I like what they did. They took these young guys, like you're saying, John, that you have to do that. Load the pipeline. Let's go. Right. Like I, positional. It's just like, you're going to get these players from somewhere. It makes so much sense to try to draft them. Take two, take, if, if you're afraid of missing and you want a, like, it's, it's literally less, I don't know. Maybe this maybe this is wrong when it comes to asset allocation, but it seems like it's less of an investment to use two draft picks than to the assets you would allocate to signing a free agent and or trading. Because again, if you trade, you're probably giving up draft picks as well. Yeah. So get, it only takes one draft pick to draft one player unless you're trading up. In, in which case, the the Bills, this is the year that they get the extra third round pick for Tremaine Edmonds, right? They have 10 pick. picks this year, yeah. Yeah, so they've got plenty of ammo to trade up. If you think your guy is going to go in the next couple of picks, like, like do it. There might be this run on wide receivers this year, but it's a deep class, so maybe trade up a little bit. That's what they said last year, and it was a strong class, but not as not as strong as the year before that. Mm-hmm. So I, agree. I don't go think get, there's... Go get your guy, man. I'm here, I'm here for, like, trade next year's first round pick and go get Marvin Harrison. You'd probably need more than that, but go get you might somebody. Need more than, you might need more than that, but you're going to need young talent infused into this wide receiver room because we don't know when Stefan Diggs is going to be done. Yeah. Best case scenario, he's good for three more years, but that's not a guarantee. And if you're stuck and he's retired and you don't know if Khalil Shakir is your number one wide receiver heading into a season and you got to fill that hole with free agents and or draft picks, like you're not, you're not in good shape. No. And we could solve this problem for the next five years. If you do this. Absolutely. And then think of Sean McDermott. Think of all, all the draft picks that you can use in the future on On defensive players. Once your wide receiver room is set and there's no positions available there and you can just add your token special teamer as wide receiver six each year and have a battle there. And you don't have to draft a running back anymore. Right. Second round. Right. You know, what I'm so, you know, it's like we get a, we get a free second round pick every year yeah. since we finally figured out the the running back equation with James Cook. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm good with that. Give me the receivers, man. I like that idea, John. I like that. I'm down with it. We should uh, but, next week. We should look at the free agent wide receivers. And uh, I mean, there might be a couple, yeah. but maybe you're not going to we'll be able to convince hunting. me of anything, though. Like the bargain is Gabe Davis. That's that's literally what Ugh. the bargain is going to be on this market because I think, some team I don't is think so, some man. team He's is going to pay him. He's going to get paid. But again, so okay, so if Gabe Davis is getting paid and you're trying to get a bargain, are you going to tell me you're going to get a bargain for a receiver that's an upgrade to Gabe Davis? No. <laughs> See, that's that you're expecting no. like so much out of a player. That's Ugh. like that's that's a good point. John, that's a good point. That's like signing another Deontay Hardy and expecting him to fill your wide receiver two role. Yeah, like, well, I've been playing a lot of Madden, John, and in my brain, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about doing, all right? And we have Josh Allen, so throw him the ball. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Can, can we clone him? Did, where are Player we at receiver. with that? I, I heard there was a lamb, and I haven't really heard very much since then. And <laughs> also, the Sabres, ha- the Sabres haven't made the playoffs since we cloned the lamb, Ugh. probably. But a timeline might not line up perfectly. 
Well, it makes sense. It makes sense. Sabres suck. Well, anyways, that's our life. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway. Well, that was a that was a good little nice talk we had there. We'll have Pat on next week. Couple housekeeping items here. So, if you are a Buffalo or Western New York based band, or you know a band from Western New York who wants to kind of get their music out there, we use Cap and Co stuff. Cap and Co is me and Pat's project that we have on the side. We use all that music over and over and over again for our podcast. I just thought it'd be a fun idea to mix it up. If if there's any Buffalo bands out there with cool music, we'll use it on the podcast. You know free listeners on your stuff. We'll put your links in the show notes if they want to check you out on Spotify and stuff like that. It's a good idea. So, I like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then we mix it up for the listeners. So they're not listening to our Frank Ocean cover during the credits every single every single week. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, there's that. Also, every offseason, we kind of rethink this show. Last year, we did a listener survey that was really helpful. We might do that again this year. We'd love to hear from you what you think of the show, what you think could be better. If you want to send your thoughts, please, like, unfiltered, just send your thoughts on the show. We always want to improve it. We want to improve the listener experience. We want to hear what you guys think because we don't want this to just be a stupid one-way conversation. You know, we are just dudes talking bills, and it's fun. But, you know, we want you guys in on the conversation. So you can email us at notanotherbillspodcast at gmail.com. The email predates the Not Another Buffalo <laughs> podcast title. So it's notanotherbillspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on any of our socials at NotBuffPodcast on Instagram, Twitter. But uh, if, if you're listening to us now, you're probably a seasoned off-season listener. So hopefully hopefully you can give us some good feedback and uh, we'll take that and make the show better. We're all on this together. Nine weeks till the draft. And it's not like we're counting the days until the Sabres are uh, going to be in the playoffs this year. So, But 2% isn't 0%, so uh, count me in. Trade deadline. We've had, we've had Two worse weeks. playoff odds before. Sell everybody <laughs> if they'll Pretty be much. bought. If people Pretty will buy much. them. Pretty we'll much. see. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. We'll be back next week with Pat. I'll have a top 10 and stuff like that. We'll do some more segments and uh, talk about this bill season going forward, some more sabers, and uh, just some general Buffalo shenanigans. So uh, until then, go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah.